Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be It Works, How and Why Studying Commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our book, It Works, How and Why. Alright folks, this is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there are going to be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text toward reaching those seeking a resource like this. We know if one person benefits from our efforts, we collectively believe, even including us, then our participation was well worth the effort. We're going to start off with our introduction, and then we're going to jump into the text. Get a pen, a highlighter, and get ready to go. Enjoy. Hi, welcome back, everyone. This is episode 48 for the Works How Why Study for the Anonymous podcast. We're going to begin on page 169 with It's Important to Remember all the way at the bottom. But first, let me give our introductions. Lisa, what's happening? Hey, I'm Lisa H. I'm an addict. My clean date is February 25th, 2012. My home group is Monday Night Miracles in Meadville, and I attend meetings in Central Western Pennsylvania. You have five days, four and a little wake up, four and a little wake up, Lisa. Listen, I'm here to get all those clean days. We're going to make it to Sunday. (laughs) Atlanta, we're coming for you. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. What's up, Lee? Hey, Douglas. Hey, everybody. Lee P. Attic. Clean date, 8-27-87. My home group is Open Mind. It's a hybrid meeting on Monday nights in New Orleans. Thanks. Thanks, Lee. What's up, Eric? What up, fam? I'm an addict. My name's Eric. Uh, My clean date is September 16th, 2019. My home group is... uh, Waves of Recovery uh, in Bradenton, Florida as part of the Sun Coast. Thanks, Eric. What's up, Christine? I'm an addict. My name is Christine O. My clean date is March 31st, 1994, and I attend meetings in the Virginia Beach and Tidewater area in Virginia. Thanks, Christine. What's up, Barb? Hey, everybody, and Douglas. My name is Barbar. I live in um, Panhandle of Florida, and my clean date is October 4th, 1995, and my home group is Open Mind. Thanks, Barb. What's up, Jennifer? Hey, everyone. My name is Jennifer, and I'm an addict. My clean date is November 27th, 1992. I attend meetings in Sacramento, California, and uh, my home group is The Journey Within. Right. Thanks, Jennifer. Nomadic name's Douglas. Got clean March 12, 2000 in Southwestern PA. Stay in the Raleigh, North Carolina area now. All right, here we go. Episode 48, page 169, all the way at the bottom. It's important to remember. Lisa, can you start us off with the first two? Absolutely. Uh, from Tradition 6, an NA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. It's important to remember that we as NA members and groups are responsible for observing our 12 traditions. The facilities in which we meet do not have this responsibility, neither do other organizations. If it appears that some outside organization or facility is compromising our traditions, we are responsible to discuss their actions with them. While we cannot demand that they change their behavior, a reasonable approach and open discussion will often lead to mutually satisfactory solutions. A group's meeting, a group's meetings provide a forum in which individual members can share their recovery with one another. The message we carry in our meetings can either enhance our efforts to fulfill our primary purpose or distract us from it. Each of us can play a part in carrying out Tradition 6 by asking ourselves, what do I do to clarify NA's relations with other organizations? 
Many of us use a variety of resources in our personal programs of recovery and spiritual growth. Not all of them, however, relate directly to any's primary purpose. Do we imply an endorsement of a related facility or outside enterprise when we share in an NA meeting about the good things we've found elsewhere? Do we distract other members at the meeting from NA's message of recovery or give new members the wrong impression about the Narcotics Anonymous program? No one can answer these questions for us, but by answering these questions for ourselves, we can each help free our group of problems that could divert us from our primary purpose. So um, I, I have a couple of things to say about this passage. I think, um, you know, I shared last week about my experience working inside of treatment systems. And, you know, I'm reminded all the time that my employer, this rehab, that outpatient clinic, that doctor is not responsible for, you know, our traditions. However, I'm very careful when I have those discussions because, you know, I was taught that I may be the only version of the NA basic text that anyone else ever sees. And having those experiences has taught me like the idea of like a tradition violation, right? Air quotes violation um, is at this point in my recovery, kind of ridiculous to me. Um, because a lot of times like these traditions are open to interpretation, but if I walk around like the traditions police, I'm going to give outside entities a, a bad first experience with NA potentially, right? And I'm also really cautious in having those discussions because if, you know, if I'm the one who initiates them and says, hey, look, these are our traditions, am I also kind of in violation by like acting as a representative of NA to that facility? So this kind of reminds me of an experience my area had recently where like the long and short of it was there is kind of like a recovery house type situation out here. It's a farm where, you know, they take in dudes, they help them get clean, um, but it's not NA, but they do bring the guys to NA meetings. The guys get NA sponsors and the, the couple who owns it are members of a couple of home groups that are sort of on like the outskirts of our areas, but those meetings have a lot of newcomers in them. And they recently planned like a summer holiday party where the flyer said like in conjunction, like this home group and this home group in conjunction with this farm hosting blah, 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 summer event. Right. And it lit my area on fire because at the event, one of the owners was like, Hey, you know, such and such farm is really honored to host this NA event. And I was getting, I wasn't at the party. I was just getting all these crazy phone calls about what do we do about this? Right. Um, there was concern that the owners were members of home groups where they had maybe too much influence over the vote of the newcomer to host this event. There was also concern about the seventh tradition money being funneled back into the farm. Right. There's a, there's like a lot of cross lines here. So I'm getting all of these phone calls. And as a person with time in my area, I'm oftentimes asked to help solve these problems. So I brought it back to the area service committee and I was like, hey, guys, here's the situation. What do we do? And, you know, I talked to a handful of other people. Um, I talked to actually some people at World, some people at Region. Um, you know, I know Lee and I had some conversations about the situation. And the, the direction was um, that my area had an open table discussion on the disruptive and violent behavior IP. And we talked about like 
patient brokering and they were handing out business cards for the farm at meetings at one point. Um, and it was really confusing people because here's a newcomer sitting in an NA meeting, getting a business card, like, Hey, come pay us to live on our farm. Right. And is that what NA is? Am I safe here? Or am I going to be solicited? Right. And rather than me going to them as a facility and saying like, Hey, you guys, this is a violation. You can't do this. It ended up being like a very open and loving conversation at a round table where like no one was attacked, right? No one was belittled. Um, we heard on, you know, fr from the people who own the farm. And at the end of the day, my area decided like, hey, we're just not gonna have events at the farm. The farm can have events and NA can have events, but we're not, we're just not gonna use the farm anymore. So, um, you know, I think that that ended up being like a really productive kind of way to solve that problem. But there was definitely some question about, is this our primary purpose and how is this helping the next addict stay clean? Um, so with that, I will pass. Thanks for those comments and thanks for giving us that that example there. Um, that's like a really cool way to how that how that got resolved, really, you know, like like a mature adults, you know, coming to the table, ironing some stuff out instead of because I could I was thinking that the story was going to end in you know, a big fuck you match, you know, and this and that. And then you people set the farm on fire, you know, and stuff like that. So that was really cool, man. Thanks, Lisa. What's up, Christine? It's funny you say that, Douglas, because I was thinking the same thing. That is the most beautifully diplomatic way to handle that situation um, that you guys did, because I was sitting here thinking with the experiences that I went through because of, you know, my, when we were, um, when I was helping to start the recovery club, like, a, I was just on this path of, I would have blown somebody up, you know, and part of that was because I knew if anything happened, I felt like I was going to be solely responsible for the breakdown of Narcotics Anonymous in the Virginia Beach area. <laughs> like it was all on my shoulders because they said it could never be done, that, you know, fellowships could um, survive in the same space and build something. Individuals from different fellowships could build something that would house and help all different fellowships. And um, what we had to do was there were, disclaimers and disclosures and given at every meeting in the opening um, when we would do the readings the clarity statement really became bigger in this area when the meeting started there but it was very clearly stated at the beginning of meetings like we are not narcotics anonymous is not affiliated with the facility that we now hold meetings in um so that we kind of kept those lines clear but um but yeah that was uh it may not have been handled as diplomatically as you guys did but it was years ago so i've gotten better since then <laughs> but it is really strict in in my area and even where it says in here that um it's important to remember that we as na members and groups are responsible for observing our 12 traditions. And I know for me personally, I felt like it was my sole responsibility to 
uphold our traditions. And I did feel outnumbered on the board. Um, so I did, I felt like I took it as a personal responsibility and maybe that's part of my self-centeredness, but it actually, um, washed out really well in the end and has been successful for many years now. And if anybody really has resentments, they haven't brought them to me. So for that, I'm grateful. That's what I have on that. Thanks for those comments, Christine. I think one of the most common ones that I've seen recently, I guess the last couple of years with this, the implied endorsement and affiliation piece has been Zoom. You know, and then like the big talk about like, you know, Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And I never really gave a fuck. I really don't care if someone says, hey, I'm going to a Zoom meeting. I really don't care. I know exactly in context what people are talking about. They're going to a meeting that's on the platform of Zoom. Get it. No problem. But I was in 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 the homie Will. Man, Will said it best the, a little while ago. We were in a conversation. It might have been an episode. I can't remember what it was in the context, but there was another person who took the stance of and from my perspective, way on one end of the podium, you know, the, the pendulum way, way out there was like, you know, a flyer that says that has the letter Z O O M zoom on it is a affiliation and endorsement. Okay. Which is just, for me, it's just bullshit. It doesn't make sense to me because so, and Will said it the best. He, he just asked, he goes, could you just educate me? Could you tell me how do I put Zoom ID on this flyer so people can log in without putting Zoom ID on it? And I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's fucking logical, man. It's fucking logical. It's, but And then what, what I've heard a lot of these groups do now is they say, hey, um, Zoom is our landlord. You know, we're doing the seven tradition stuff like that. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool way to kind of explain it. You know, that's really cool. And the other thing... Um, I've been looking forward to kind of chatting it up, you know, in this tradition about is, is like the, the church, you know, putting the moniker or like on the, you know, the sign out front or in the bulletin, like, Hey, there's an NA meeting here, you know, seven o'clock at night. Is that affiliation or endorsement? It's absolutely not period. And I'll, I'll stand on that hill and go toe to toe with anyone and, you know, show me how that's fucking endorsement and affiliation. And, uh, um, and we ought to do that. People ought to be able to find us, you know, they ought to be able to know this is a safe place to come. And, um, but I lost that man, you know, I was talking, we were talking about this last week or, or something. It was me and this lady, we were going back and forth about the church putting, it was our home group at the time on the, either on the bulletin or the sign out front or something like this. And I have no idea how I lost that fucking debate. And I really don't, I just have no idea, but I lost it, you know, and, uh, uh, but really, like the point I was trying to make was then, I think it was, it was around the time when the convention was down in Orlando, you know, and the point that I made was like, hey, look, we can look at our fellowship for an example. Um, the 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 Orange County Convention Center blasted all over the web page and all over their calendar. Hey, the, the World Convention is here. Bro, if you go check out the what what is it? The Walter Washington Convention Center. That's where our world convention is this year. I think it's Walter Washington. I think it's where it is. You fucking look on their website, look on their calendar. World Convention of Narcotics Anonymous. Boom. These dates are blocked off on the calendar. Not fucking affiliation, man. It's not endorsement. It's like, hey, literally, that's what's going on at this event. Let addicts know. Let addicts come through the door. We're, you know. So anyway, man, I you guys have some context on that. You know, I, I just, I just stand real, real, real firm with it. It's like endorsement or affiliation. If this was like the zoom meeting of NA, yeah, I get it. Okay. That's fucked up. 
you know, but fucking zoom ID on a, you know, on a flyer. How is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, or, 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 you know, a, a church saying, Hey, look, there's an NA meeting that meets tonight in their, in their thing. I mean, I just, you know, but I, I have been told that I'm educated past my level of intelligence, you know, which I thought was a compliment for years until, until my sponsor had died. Then I realized he was, anyway, I digress. What's up, Lee? Yeah, Douglas. Thank you. Um, in the in the eighties, in the late eighties, we were actually in the the local newspaper, and it had you know NA meeting time, in the name of the place, the few places where we had meetings back then, whether it was a church or a, or a rented room or whatever, um, and it was considered public information under PI back then, which evolved into public relations, which you were just describing, like the Walter Reed, uh, if that's the name of, I can't think of the name of it. If that's the name of it, then putting it on their website. That is a, a effort of our public relations, trying to make the public aware that, that we are not esoteric, that we're, we're not a secret organization. We're here, we're gonna you know, do whatever. One of the things uh, my home group does, and I can't remember exactly when it came up, it was post pandemic or, or right at the end of the pandemic was to uh, somebody else said it, maybe Christina, somebody else said it, put a, a, a description in our, for lack of a better term, preamble, um, that we pay for these services on the Zoom platform that we're uh, not affiliated with Venmo because that's how we electronically or, or, yeah, through the internet collect seven tradition monies. <clears throat> and it's in my opinion, it's the same as as us paying rent at the at the the church where my group meets at. We rent out their fellowship hall. And if they put it in a bulletin, yeah, that's great. That probably will help save someone's life, in my opinion. And and, and so that's just my opinion. But thanks. Thanks for those comments, Lee. What's up, Eric? Yeah, it's probably a little late in the chapter to bring this up, but I, I just I get confused sometimes with all this implied affiliation, uh, you know, talk. And like I was just at a meeting in a different area the other day and they were at a clubhouse. I, f I already forgot the name of the clubhouse, but it had, you know, other fellowship stuff in there and um, and our symbols all over the place, too. And uh, they clearly stated you know, in the format that we're not affiliated. So to me, it's like it's an implied affiliation more powerful than a fucking statement that says we are not affiliated, you know? And it's like right here in our traditions, really plain to see uh, for me. That was just a question I want to pose. Thanks, Eric. What's up, Lisa? I have questions too. It seems to be my favorite thing to do around here lately. Um, so Douglas, something you said reminded me of another situation that my area dealt with. Um, we, our activities committee, oftentimes will just hold like social events, like bowling nights. And uh, we have an ax throwing place in Meadville and it's super cool. However, inside the ax throwing place, they have a full service bar. So we held an ax throwing night. And again, I wasn't there, but this came to me <laughs> after the event. Um, the flyers that went out had the logo of the ax throwing place directly in the center of it. And I kind of pointed out like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have the logo of a business on the flyer. And that was, there was a lot of controversy there. Um, 
although I have mixed feelings about that because there was no NA speaker. It was just us having fun. It was not a fundraiser. It was put on by activities. No addict turned away. So is that any different, right? Um, if there's no speaker, there's no like formal message being carried, you know, I guess, what does that say? Right. It was confusing for me. So I could imagine how it would be confusing for someone else. Um, and on the note of the church signs, Douglas, I fully agree. My concern with that is, um, there are more churches than bars in the town where I attend meetings primarily. There's a lot of, there's a really big Roman Catholic presence. And I think about like, there's a, a really big blue cathedral, like right in downtown Meville. It's beautiful, but they have like one of those electronic marquees. And I think about like, okay, if Narcotics Anonymous, if there was a meeting coming across that leaderboard that we could see when we drive down Main Street in the front yard of this church, there is also a yard sign that says cradle to the grave. We are pro-life. So I could absolutely see how that could create some conflict, right? Between like, okay, here's Narcotics Anonymous on the marquee in front of the church, but then here's a sign right next to it that says like, basically, if you've had an abortion, you're not welcome here. I don't, I, that's the vibe I get. Maybe that's not how the church people view it. But if I'm a, a brand new woman struggling to find recovery and I think like, okay, I'm going to go to this NA meeting and try this and I pull up and that's out front. And that's my experience. I'm not going to feel welcome. So I, I guess I have mixed feelings about stuff like that because I think, and it's very easy for someone who doesn't understand our traditions to like connect those two things. So with that, I'll pass. Hey, Lisa, is your issue, stay, stay on mute for a second. Is, so is your issue, yeah. so you're talking about pulling up and seeing that, is your issue, that, that may be a little bit different than it being on the moniker and then the thing being, you know, the sign being in the yard. <laughs> so what, So you pulling up, to to go to the meeting is different than you seeing the seeing the 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 meeting time and stuff like that on the on the sign right yeah what's, for what's sure issue, I mean what's the issue there is like so if you if you so having the sign there letting you know where it is right and then you go and you see and you see that a sign that might not agree with you you know like politically or spiritually you know whatever that is, that would be you may leave not having it there you don't know where it is then mm -hmm. you don't come at all kind of right and yeah it's it's not the the church broadcasting or the convention center broadcasting. i mean you go to the tri-state regional convention you go to start to live and it is all over the bayfront in erie that's where we're contracted right now at least like it's all over right we all know where it's at and i'm all for absolutely you know making sure that people know how to find meetings but I, I could see that becoming blurry with respect to like, okay, you know, people call my home group, the stone church meeting. They don't always call it Monday night miracles. And if they call it the stone church meeting, even just casually, but the stone church holds like a pro-life rally downtown. You know, I mean, that's just one example. I, I do know that churches, at least in my area, do tend to take pretty strong stances on certain things like that. So I could see how it would be confusing for someone new to NA to feel like, okay, NA is aligned with this church and by proxy also this cause, right? Gotcha. Thanks, Lisa. Lee, what you got? Lisa made me remember something, Douglas. Uh, every Thursday in 1996, when I had my office on Queen Anne in Seattle, I used to drive an hour north 
to Everett and to a meeting, Lisa, and you had to walk through the bar to go into the meeting room. And uh, this buddy of mine and I, we did it every Thursday for, for like the whole year. Um, and I know a bunch of the people who were home group members did relapse. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about an NA group ought never endorse finance or land. And it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a weird slope. You eloquently described that situation with the barn. And I think with, with us staying mindful and having, uh, we don't have to be congruent in order to have compassion for each other either. So I think as long as we keep having these conversations, I think, I think we're going to be okay. But you, thanks for making me remember that too, dude. All right. I'm good, Doug. Thanks, Lee. What's up, Jennifer? I'm, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to anyway. Um <laughs> But no, I, I think, you know, it. this has always been the thing that I sometimes we just take ourselves too seriously, right? So like sometimes I have to take a step back and go like, am I mind fucking myself with these traditions? Because sometimes I will, you know, and, and I've been the girl that has stood up at an area service meeting and, you know, spouted off some shit that, you know, and, then, and I sat down, I was like, oh, fuck, you know what I mean? Uh, like should have thought about that, you know, got my, you know, my, my feathers ruffled, but, you know. When I really think about this, I mean, really, Narcotics Anonymous is dependent on these facilities for us to participate in them, right? Like, and so and, and so, the implied endorsement piece is like always a fuzzy line, especially when, you know, we used to have this this church before COVID that had like seven, and, and, and they had everything. They had OA, they had, you know, AA, they had Narn, you know, Narnon, they had NA, they, you know, they had every A on the planet that had meetings in this place. And, um, you know, and, and, and they had on their bulletin boards in, in the room that we met in an NA schedule, you know what I mean? Like, so that people, you know, it's like that whole thing, like have a drug problem, we can help. Right. Well, and then, and then they would list the NA meetings because they had a calendar of times when people could use stuff and people would rent space. Well, we can't, you can't have that space on Saturday because Narcotics Anonymous has a meeting here. So it's like, it's not necessarily in my world an implied endorsement. It's like, I feel like if anything, if we can get the word out that we exist and we meet here, um, and I think people have already said that, it's like, I don't need to take myself so seriously and say, well, we shouldn't be advertising it, you know, somewhere. It's like, listen, you know, we meet at Hilton's and Hyatt's and we have conventions and you walk into the front of the, you know, hotel nowadays and it's like Narcotics Anonymous is in these 17 rooms at these different times. It's like, I, I think we have to be careful of not like, um, like sharing the message or, 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 you know, promotion versus, you know, naming attraction. It's like, if you're seeing a bunch of people staying clean, you know, in a hotel, having a good time, um, like, I think that's attractive. You know, I mean, we're not always attractive. Sometimes we're assholes in these places too. And they ask us not to come back. And that's a whole nother separate subject. But man, like if I was in a group and I was looking around and I was looking at these people like laughing and having a good time and whooping it up, I'd be like, I want to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Like, what does that look like? Who are they? What are they doing? Um, so anyways, with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks for those comments, Jennifer. What's up, Christine? Boy, we've really gone far with these first two paragraphs, haven't we? <laughs> But Jennifer just touched on what I was going to say, um, that as far as like 
NA meetings being on the marquee in front of the church or anything like that, it really, for me, not only does it touch on the possibility of implied endorsement, but also the promotional aspect of outside facilities, um, outside enterprises promoting Narcotics Anonymous and the advertising the meetings. I mean, that's where I struggle with. Um, I know public relations is very important and we're going to get to all this in the 11th tradition but um yeah that that kind of touches touches of a feeling in me with the whole entities promoting um that they have NA meetings in their facilities because the anonymity of the program although we do have a public relations department I think that the anonymity of the fellowship for our safety and for those around us is still important, um, you know. So that's, um, yeah, that's me. Hey, Christine, speaking of that, would you, or, or when you say it touches with the promotion piece, are you saying like if a church would say, I've had a home group who split a parking lot, you know, one meeting would meet at this church and then the other would meet, you know, they split off and would meet over there. They split the parking lot, you know, if the church would put out, hey, fuck that meeting, this meeting's better, come here. That's promotion, right? But if 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 the if the thing says, hey, look, meeting seven o'clock tonight, it doesn't say fuck all about the other churches, where does the promotion piece come in? If it says it ain't meeting here. Tonight, Correct, and Narcotics seven Anonymous, seven o'clock, yeah. you know, right here. Where's the promotion piece? It's promote. It's if it's out there like an advertisement and informational. To me, if you're advertising, you're promoting. Okay. That's just my understanding of it. But we all know I'm pretty black and white in my thinking sometimes. So you I'm can open. be black and white in it. I just don't see. I don't see the promotion <laughs> piece in that. You know. Yeah. If Easy. it's on the ticker on right. the bottom of a church or. Um, even if it's in their, you know, their Sunday flyer, they're promoting Narcotics Anonymous. But are they, but, but the promotion piece, and this is like just final one final question. A promotion yeah. piece would be, hey, you come here and get, you know, a couple bonus points in heaven. Like that's the promotion piece. And it, yeah. to incentivize you to come. Simply saying, Addicts hey, this is what's here. going on here at the building. I don't see where, where the yeah. promotion piece comes in at. Yeah. Addicts come here and then we'll lead you to Jesus. Promotion. Right. That's a promotion piece. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's up, Barb? Hey, Douglas. I, I agree with Jen. I was glad when when um Jen said, you know, I've been at meetings like we the, we got a meeting here and they read the clarity statement and they proceed to say clean and sober. <laughs> you know, they don't listen to that shit. They they, they got a, a violence blurb in there and they probably won't listen to that shit either. That's been my experience. You can put all the shit in there you want and they're going to go ahead and do what they want to do. And, and we're addicts. We're going to say, oh, you're going to tell me what to do. I don't think so. You know, and um. You know, the traditions, we can take this shit too serious. You know, the traditions are important, but I think it's like what Jen said. I can, And that's why my sponsor told me, you don't get to beat people up with the traditions because it's my, it's my interpretation. And, you know, the traditions came from, in my opinion, Bill W and his ego fucking shit up or, you know, doing shit his way. 
And that's why the traditions came into being, you know, and, and where's God in all this? You know, when we start, NA don't need me to protect it. It don't need me to, you know, HP's got us. And HP's got, Bill W did all that shit, that ego shit. AA's alive and strong. You know, I think these fellowships are going to survive because they're so, so, you know, they're just so instrumental. They save so many people's lives and they, they already have, you know. So, um, you know, that's my question is, is where's HP? You know, that's why I need to get out of the way a lot. Of I've seen meetings that don't follow traditions and they go down and then they might come back up. They might close, you know, it all kind of, kind of, um, works out, you know? So, um, you know, that, that was my thinking too, that we, you know, I need to, I need to follow these traditions. I need to work the traditions, but I need to, what is it? Rule 62. Don't take myself too damn seriously either. You know, because I'll be the, the, you know, and like Eric said, what'd you say, Eric? I don't know. Fuck all about, you know, and that's the bottom line. When I get to spout and shit, like I know, you know, then I'm in trouble because I don't. So thanks. All right. Thanks for those comments, Barb. Christine, would you be willing to read the next two starting on page 171 at the top? Sure. Look, I was just typing in the chat. Um, I really am seeing my rigidity in, <laughs> in all of this, in the traditions. So um, yeah, applying spiritual principles. The application of spiritual principles is the basis of our freedom. When we adhere to the principles of recovery, we are free to carry the message and interact with others, knowing that we will not compromise our purpose. Some of the principles that we that help us observe Tradition six include humility, integrity, faith, harmony, and anonymity. Humility reminds us of NA's role in society. We have a program that has provided much help to many addicts seeking recovery. We do not, however, have any other purpose in society than to carry the message, nor do we pretend that Narcotics Anonymous offers anything more than freedom from active addiction. It may be tempting to think of other good things we might do in the, war, the world or for each other if we extended our focus or closely allied ourselves with a wide range of related facilities or outside enterprises. These grandiose dreams serve only to divert us from our primary purpose. Carrying our message to the still suffering addict is sufficient for us. Humility. You know, I'm really seeing that um, things are very rigid in my area and they always have been. So I was raised almost, we joke about it around here, like we were programmed in, you know, our application and interpretation of things based on the culture of the area. And um, I feel like I'm totally kind of missing that humility piece because it's been such like I'm a rule follower and I feel like traditions are rules for me and I narcotics anonymous saved my life and I am so passionate about what it has done for me and the change that I have seen in the lives of so many other addicts that. I do feel that need to protect it with every fiber of my being. And um, 
and I really do. I need to loosen up and I really need to start focusing on that humility piece because um, and have faith that the program doesn't need me to save it here. You know, it's been going for a long time and it's going to be just fine. So I know for me personally, I need to start applying some of these principles um, when it comes to how stringent I am in my interpretation of the traditions. Um, I do like that it says, you know, that we have no other purpose in society other than to carry the NA message, nor do we pretend that Narcotics Anonymous offers anything more than freedom from active addiction. We're not therapists. We're not medication prescribers. We are not your PO. We, you know, we are not attorneys. We can't help you fix your finances legally. You know, I mean, through our collective experience, we can sit and we know people who know things in every walk of life, but those are individual members who have individual experience. It's not Narcotics Anonymous as a whole that offers this help to those when they come in. Um, so I always think that's really important to say. That's what I got. Thanks for those comments, Christine. Hey, Lee, would you be willing to read the next two, starting with carrying a clear message? Absolutely. Thank you. Carrying a clear message of recovery in an A reflects integrity. Our message is outlined in our 12 steps and 12 traditions and further articulated in NA literature. Because our message is also our identity, we take care not to confuse it with the beliefs or literature of other organizations. We demonstrate faith when we don't trade our endorsements, funds, or the name for the cooperation of others. It's true that our friends in society can help us carry our message to addicts who need us, but our faith lies in the effectiveness of our message and the higher power that guides our recovery, not in the related facilities and outside enterprises we deal with. If a relationship with another organization compromises our devotion to carrying the recovery message, we need not be afraid to let go of that relationship. Our strength is in the power of the NA program. After all, it works. And, and that's real clear to me. Our message is hope and the promise of freedom. And uh, I got an email earlier, 72,000 meetings a week in 140 countries. So that's my passion. You know what I mean? I'm willing to sit down with anybody and have a conversation. And, and we don't, be, Barb said, we don't beat people up with these traditions. But this is crystal clear about our group, our NA group, the things that it should never do. And I thought about you, Eric. I remember we were talking about uh, black and white on the phone one time. And I asked you, had you ever heard of and this is not an endorsement of an artist named Ansel Adams. And yeah, calm down, calm down. Um, and we were talking about that because before uh, a note just fell out of my book, it's probably 30 years, 40 years old. Um, we were talking about the beauty in the gray and, and sometimes coloring in those gray areas. But, but keep in mind these principles and we just, clearly outlined them humility integrity faith harmony anonymity um and there was one more 
that's that's my task at hand. As long as I'm following, trying to the best of my ability to follow those, um, I think and I know NA is going to be fine, and I think I have evidence that that, that I'm going to be good too. Um, our our message is clear, and 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 what our groups can and cannot do is clear. It, it, it's outlined. It was outlined way before I got here. Um, in the, in the basic text, it's, you know, we always talk about being perfectionists and blah, 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 and how we tie it into the just for the day we beat ourselves up. Oh, shit, we do to ourselves. Uh, in the, I think it's in the basic text, and someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but it says that humility is the perfect state for an addict. And sometimes I just have to let that, like, sink into me and, 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 and reverberate in, in my spirit. You know what I mean? I'm not humble 24 7 i know that the minute i say if i were to even say i'm humble then i'm not you see what i'm saying and so <laughs> i love those paradoxes i love us uh gently talking to each other about is this an endorsement or is, are we are we promoting na and 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 that is i think that is the point of a lot of it is so that we do have those conversations i love y'all we love you too, Father Lee. It's, it's good to hear from you. <laughs> What's up, Lisa? The lion doesn't have to tell you he's the king of the jungle, right, Lee? Um, so this section kind of has me all up in my feels. And Christine, your last share was absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, it, it was kind of a hope shot for me um, because it's like the coolest fucking thing ever. Like how many of us are here tonight and probably we have as many differing opinions about this stuff, right? It's all open to interpretation and we can have these conversations and like still love each other. Like we can still be stoked to see each other tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Right. Um, and I think the really cool thing about that for me and Lee was talking about humility. And like, I, I saw that in you tonight, um, Christine, when you, you know, said like, I'm, I'm rigid and I'm looking at this, you've been clean what twice as long as I have and you're still learning. And like, when I see that shit happen in narcotics anonymous, that's the stuff that's like the future that I hope for, right? Like that, that ability to be teachable, regardless of how long we've been clean. Like I respect the fuck out of that, you know? And I love that we can have that and share that with each other, even when like, we don't always see eye to eye on stuff. Um, <clears throat> but as Lee was sharing, I think one additional principle that sticks out to me in this tradition and as we're talking is simplicity, right? Um, I was taught that simple, practical solutions are the most spiritual. And at the end of the day, Narcotics Anonymous is enough on its own, right? We have, you know, Christine touched on this. We have social workers, we have therapists, we have outside entities to do all of that other stuff, financial advisors and attorneys and it's funny because those people can be in the rooms with us, recovering alongside us. But when we come into that room, it doesn't matter, right? We get to leave that stuff outside and just share the same last name, right? Lisa Addict. Um, you know, and I think for me, this says that like, even when we fuck it up, higher power is still going to provide whatever that looks like for you, whatever you call higher power, right? Like, I know that my wants are not always provided for, right? Because sometimes what I want isn't what's good for me, but my needs are always provided for. And I believe that that is the truth for us as a fellowship, as a whole in Narcotics Anonymous, right? I've seen some pretty 
fucked up shit happened in NA in service all over the place. But at the end of the day, like we're still here. Right. Um, and I love that part. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks for those comments, Lisa. Jennifer, would you be willing to read the next two on 172, The Principle of Harmony? Yes, The Principle of Harmony. <clears throat> the Principle of Harmony is both assumed and supported by Tradition 6. Our groups seek to cooperate with others in society whenever possible and as much as possible. Our contacts with others are made simple and straightforward when we let them know right from the start how far we can go in the in co-op how far we can go in cooperating with them by respecting the six traditions boundaries in our group's relations with other organizations we generate harmony in those relations our identity as a fellowship is founded in in anonymity and selfless service carrying the message one addict to another. The relationships we have with outside organizations are not based on the personalities of our leaders. Our groups themselves are responsible for their cooperation with other organizations, making those contacts stronger and more effective. I actually really, this piece right here, um, when we talk about the groups that we work with, you know, um, you know, I've had the, 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 you know, the, the bonus of, you know, um, being a part of, you know, we're not the narcotics anonymous is not part of a church, but you know, our meetings are at this church. And, and so part of that relationship and, and knowing that we have a place where addicts can meet every week is, you know, building that rapport, right. Building those relationships. I'm a big advocate of relationships. I, in every area of my life, relationships with, people, place, you know, organizations, all of that thing really are a telltale sign of, of, of how it's kind of a gauge of how I'm doing. Right. And so, and I don't want to talk about anybody else, but I mean, in general, like if a group has a good rapport with a, with a facility or a church or whatever, but, you know, to that point, like I remember several times, you know, we would, they'd have like a biannual cleanup right? Every six months, the church would do a clean, man, we just show up, we would show up, we'd pull weeds, we'd have people, you know, um, that had businesses that would bring their equipment, and they would help repair this or help repair that. And in another meeting I used to attend, you know, we replaced the carpet, mostly because we made we fucking ruined it, you know what I mean? Like, and this guy was, you know, that was in the meeting was like, yeah, I have all this extra carpet, we should really ask the church if they want it, since we spill coffee everywhere. And, and so, building that relationship with, with the, with a group that, or with a meeting facility that we're having, um, we can still have our identity. We can still be narcotics anonymous and not be a tie to that organization, but it doesn't mean that those relationships have to, um, have to be so, I guess, black and white, right? Like we can step in and do that. And it's always a choice and everybody's a volunteer. It's not as if we're advertising or doing anything like that. And then, and then when we talk about our personalities, um, you know, I've been in situations where it's like, oh, I'm going to so-and-so's meeting, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, actually, no, that's not the, you know, they're mean, they may be the chair or the secretary or whatever it is that they are. And it, it's very common, right? You get a, a strong personality in there and you have somebody that shows up and 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 it is what it is, right? We work through it. Um, but I really think when we go back to relationships, it's like relationships with ourselves, relationships with the members of Narcotics Anonymous, relationships with the entities where we have these meetings. Um, 
it just makes a huge difference in being able to have, keep, and continue in meetings. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks for those comments, Jennifer. What's up, Barb? Hey, Douglas. Um, I struggle with rigidity, Christine, big time. That's one of my one of my main character defects. And I realized, and I I discovered that a while back through the steps and open-mindedness. I would have told you I'm so open-minded and I'm not. You know, and so I have to constantly be on guard. And HP puts these people in my life that mirror that shit for me. And then it's like, ooh, that's not very attractive. And I know that that's me or or, or has been me and can be me again. So, um, and I like this where it says the relationships we have with outside organizations are not based on the personalities of our leaders. Um, it ain't just started going in the jail here. I'm I'm like doing the vetting for it, uh, getting people approved. I got all the paperwork and stuff from a guy that does the vetting in AA gave it to me, and and he had where they the jail uh, the jail here is very disorganized. You kind of because it, it says down here about um, making these contacts stronger and more effective. You know, he told me we just go in there. And I walk lightly and I do what the hell they tell me to do, even if it's disorganized and doesn't make sense so we can go in there and bring in a meeting. And that's what I do. And they just recently asked if uh, they wanted the groups to take make lists, you know, accountings of how many people attended, you know, and and this guy said, no, that's against our 12 tradition. We don't you know, we don't make lists and they, they know because they have to get them out of their pods to bring them to the meeting anyway. You know, so that that was interesting to me, you know, and I know there's been there's been controversy with uh, do we sign drug court papers? You know, some groups say, no, we're not here to do that. And then some groups do, you know, so that that's a, a, another thing that I've noticed um, throughout the time. So. Um, I guess that's it. That's it for me. Just the jail. Thanks. Thanks for those comments, Barb. Eric, can you finish this out, bro? For show. Our, our identity as a fellowship is founded in anonymity and selfless service, carrying the message one added to another. The relationships we have with outside organizations are not based on the personalities of our leaders. Our groups themselves are responsible for their cooperation with other organizations, making those contacts stronger and more effective. Additionally, anonymity helps us avoid blurring our purpose and our contacts with other organizations. Our relationship, relationships with outside agencies exist to help us fulfill our primary purpose, not merely build our reputation or prestige. When we have observed the spirit of anonymity, we seek nothing other than to carry the recovery message to the addict who still suffers. Within the limits established by Tradition 6, we have tremendous freedom to carry the message of recovery and help other addicts. We have clear boundaries set by our identity as Narcotics Anonymous. When we take care to observe those boundaries, our outside relationships enhance our ability to carry the message the addict who still suffers rather than diverting us from our primary purpose. Um, now a couple of things stuck out to me there and like it reminds me of like us being an example of Narcotics Anonymous and that you know sometimes it's hard for me to imagine how we could be viewed by what would you call normal people or the rest of society from my perspective this program is working fucking miracles, man. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't care if we're outside cussing, uh, outside the church cussing, man. Like, do you understand who I who I was? You know, like, uh, it's, it's unbelievable to me. Um, I was thinking about, uh, you know, 
the thing with other organizations is that they don't have these traditions, right? And there, uh, there are leaders in those organizations, man. I, I had an experience going to H and I. We go into the jail too, man. And uh, I actually knew one of the deputies there, man. He was a fucking prick, you know. And uh, one night we came there, man. And he was like, "No, you're not on the list," you know. You're not on the list, man. And I, uh, I was like, okay, all right. And uh, I thought about it for a minute, and I was like. I fucking pulled rank on him. I'm like, uh, okay, so just let me get your, what was your name again? Deputy what? So I can get with uh, the lieutenant and just make sure I'm on the list. You know what I mean? What do you know? Motherfucker turned around, walked over to his list. There I was. I was on the list, you know? Um, I was able to, to go in and carry a meeting that night. Uh, I don't know what the point of that story was, honestly. Um, I'm grateful for all of us, man. I'm grateful for all of us. Like, it's obvious we love narcotics anonymous because we're sitting here talking about this shit. You know, and how how to uh, survive, our, make our fellowship survive and thrive uh, in cooperation and like, you know, um, carry the message. The yeah, it still suffers. Man. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for those comments. Anybody else? Any comments? Three, two, one. All right, folks. Thanks for kicking it with us for the last hour or so. Um, as always, if, if you know somebody who could benefit from this resource, please do provide it for them. If if we could help and get this resource into an institution or anything like that, reach out to us and, and we'll do our best to to get that. Also, uh, kick it with us on, on the newsletter. We have another newsletter coming out March 1st and um, uh, and there's some bangers in there. So make sure. And, it, and if you want to know where to, to read the newsletter, at, just look wherever you're listening to this in the description. There'll be a hyperlink to it. Love you, folks. Hey, thank you for spending some time with us and walking on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so and reach out to us. Oh, there's a podcast number, there's a Facebook page, um, and you probably um, have contacted one of the squad already. Continue to do so. Pour into us, allow us to be filled up, and that way we can continue to pour into you. I love you, folks.